and welcome back. This is another episode of Pixels and Pints Up Late, which means we get sultry and smooth. Uh, with me tonight is <coughs> Pete. Hi. And we've got Dan. Hello. That wasn't sultry or smooth, but we'll <laughs> take it. <laughs> Sorry, I got, I, got, I, got, I got in trouble last time for making my mic clip, so I'm not going to talk deep into the microphone anymore. You can talk deep into it. You just don't yell deep into it. I'm pretty sure I didn't yell, but anyway. There are a lot of rules, apparently a lot of rules. Um, So, yes, tonight is another one of our up late one-shot episodes, uh, whatever you want to call them. Feature articles, maybe. Let's put that one It's the we couldn't be fucked researching a whole episode episode. (laughs) (laughs) That works too. Um, So, yes, tonight we've all got one. uh, Well, the theme is we've all got one big beer. We've got one big beer that we're going to have. I'm not entirely looking forward to mine, but. That's always good. Um, and then we've got one. Uh, it's, it's one big topic, a big umbrella topic, and then it breaks down into little things. Um, yes. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. That is the up late. And, uh, yeah, short, sweet, to the point. Short is a relative term in terms of our podcast. <laughs> and so sweet <laughs> and to the point, I hate to tell you. <laughs> Everything I just said was an in- yeah, complete a lie. lie. Complete lie. lies. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Who's going first? On uh, beers, I haven't even tried my beer yet. Well, I haven't even tried mine yet, but I'm looking at the can and I'm struggling with the legalities of this can. I'm Ooh. sorry to say. Con- controversy. Controversy straight up. So I've got Bright Brewing, Stubborn uh, Imperial Stout 2023. It's fucking 16%. Jesus. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> I'm no, really not looking one. forward to it. Yeah, 16%'s not my cup of tea, but uh, I thought, fuck it, I'm never going to have it any other time, so <laughs> yeah. this may as well be the time where I choose to drink it. Um, there's no there's no brewery information on this can, which what? is I- illegal. No brewery um, information? No no, no address of the brewery, no things like that, which, this, which legally has oh. to be on the can. Oh, no, wait a minute. It's a tiny little thing at the bottom. I stand corrected. <laughs> oh, well done. Right. I'm well thinking done, about Bright. sink pouring a $20 beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, speaking of controversy, let's get right into it. <laughs> Mine, well, mine's from, mine's from Bright in Victoria, Bright Brewing in Victoria. Um, oh, mine's delicious. Fuck the lot of you. <laughs> mine tastes like someone took a chocolate stout and added burnt rubber to it. Holy hell, that's strong. <laughs> you can tell by the way your one eye involuntary closed. <laughs> yeah. He went to was, Popeye immediately. Yeah, it was one of those ones where, the, where the, 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 um, the ethanol goes up through your nostril cavities. Uh, it's not bad, but definitely it's, it's, it's a well-constructed beer for 16%. It's, got some, it's definitely got some, some sort of woody, oaky character to it. I don't think it's a barrel-aged or anything like that. Embrace a winter come stubborn imperial stout. It's a yearly stout. release, they do, yeah. Yeah, layers, sweet chocolate, uh, dark espresso uh, with subtle spice. I'd agree with that, but it's it's got some. It's definitely got some dryness to it. Sorry, what was it called, mate? Did we figure it out? It's stubborn. a bright stubborn stubborn release. The twenty three release. Stubborn two thousand twenty three by whom? Yes, Bright Brewing, Bright Brewery, Bright Brewery. Thank you, Bright. And I tuned yeah. out from while my taste buds made my head explode. Yeah, well, I tuned out for a second while my alcohol made my head explode. Um, 
I had okay. last year's vintage, the 2022, and it was quite good, but it was only 11.5%. Mm. I just looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> it was only 11.5. You know you got a big beer when that's a sentence. Yeah. Ooh, that activates the salivation glands as well. Wow. Umami um, beer. It's got uh, it's got a fair bit of bitterness to it. Um, mm, it's not necessarily hot bitterness. I think it's a, like ethanol-y bitterness and astringent bitterness. Mm. Mm. That's the word I can never remember anymore. Can I, can I read you my favorite note they've put in this? Uh, mm. The ABV is well hidden for something that sits at 16%. It is more reminiscent of something around the 12% range. You know, just your, <laughs> your average day beer. <laughs> your classic yeah. post-work staffy. It's just a 12 percenter. Yeah, yeah. It's that 4% makes a huge difference when you get to that point <laughs> at the scale. Um, like I said, it is well-constructed. Uh, it is yeah. It is. I definitely would not be drinking, well, I don't think you should drink more than one for the punters out there, um, just alcohol-wise. Yep. I'm Come back to me with score. I'm just going to have to sit back on it for a second and okay. work it out. My brain's processing. Mm. Can I go next? Do you mind, Tom? No, no, jump right Please. in. Thank you. So I'm drinking One Drops uh, uh, Ranaku. Antipodean Nordic Stout. Beautiful fucking can. Simple gold lettering on like a lovely brown background. Oh, that's the collab with that. Is that the, the other brewery uh, on the front? Pol- yeah. Poljala or yeah, Poljala. I remember that coming out, yeah. Uh, it is a 12.5% Nordic mm-hmm. Stout. Um, and my my like I'm really struggling with it. It's one of those where straight off the bat, it's like, what the fuck is this? Like it, it tastes, it, it tastes really loud and not beer-like. Uh, and then I'm finding, I, and, and when I, because I said like it tastes like burnt rubber. Mm. It's mm. extremely bitter. It's like someone added a, a triple shot of espresso to a Russian stout. Um, oh. But as it's warming up, and as my brain's kind of settling into the groove, I am separating out the layers so i'm getting cinnamon i'm getting it's certainly a lot of cinnamon on the on the nose but you get a mouthful of cinnamon with this really strong bitterness it's like um bitter cocoa chocolate um little bit of coconut probably i I would almost say too much coconut to go with the rest of the flavor profile um it's just yeah it's just a really it's just a bit of a brain teaser in terms of separating out the layers of flavor. But I definitely mm-hmm. get shitloads of cinnamon, which I think is where I'm getting the bitterness from. Uh, a lot of bitter chocolate. There's a, a lot of smoke, but like traditional smoke through it, like black malt smoke. Mm. Um, just reading the <laughs> just reading the first seven people on Untapped Sink poured it and gave it yeah. half a star, <laughs> um, which I've got to be honest was my first reaction. But it's as it's as I'm kind of warming up to it. Uh, I'm Born is a to massive mind to warm up to. Born is a massive dark collaboration of beer and friendship of our pals Pohala, Estonia. Working closely with the head brewer Martin, we adapted a huge dark base of theirs for for the uh, Antipodean malts we use while also drawing inspiration from coastal Australia. After an eight-hour boil, robust hopping, and cold fermentation, an extensive bittering on the hot side gives this massive Nordic stout something massive. A rich foundation of strong, malty, and heavily roasted character is complemented and amplified by additions of North Queensland vanilla and toasted coconut. There you go. Uh, New South Wales cinnamon myrtle and Tasmanian oak. 
So that's where the cinnamons come from. And that's also a part of the astringency. Thank you for that word, returning that word to my brain, Dan. Um, Because it's not just cinnamon, it's myrtle, which is that really bitter Mm. Aussie bush flower that we've had in quite a few beers at uh, Mm. various various gaps. Become quite popular, the old myrtle. Mm. Myrtle the turtle. Lemon Mm. myrtle. Yes. So I'm going to give that, I'm going to give that a, a hearty four. 0.25. 0.25. Now that I, I know was, what it is, what it's trying to be, and 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 my brain started to separate out those flavors, it's actually fucking impressive. Dan, you would love this because you love your bitter beers. This this is exactly up your alley. I was yeah. going to say, just with your two beers, it. because you've got two very big dark beers, and I'm assuming they've both probably just come out of the fridge. Yeah. That mm. maybe maybe hold your – or go back score. and – yeah. Score it again uh, yeah. as it as it warms. That's exactly why I didn't score mine, and mine's mine's changed quite a bit significantly. So that all the malt profile was all muted when it was completely cold, and that whole time Pete was there, people could probably yeah, see me like I was, a motherfucker. I was sitting here cupping it like a nice pair of balls, and <laughs> it was warming up, warming up nicely. So mm. the the malt character, that chocolate's really smoothed out and and come out of its shell. So mm. yeah, nice. Which is I'm why not- when you want to have a stout, you should take it out the beer beforehand. The Always o- the way. Well, I actually well, did, but it still yeah. wasn't long enough because it's a bit chilly. And the other disadvantage I've got specifically tonight is I've run out of my, um, uh, what do you call them, glasses. So what do we call them? What's the shape of those glasses that we always use? Your- the ones the I gave beer you? Judging- no, no, not those ones. I almost got him out. Uh, no, I'm and I'm drinking out of a Three Ravens, uh, three ravens Stein. Um, no, we usually drink out of the ones that shaped specifically, so you get all oh, the your IPA or- and your stout glasses. Those ones, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Spiegel ones, mm. your Spiegels, the Spiegel glasses, yeah. Spiegel Thank you. Beagles. That's the word I was looking for. Tom, what are you drinking, mate? Uh, I am drinking a collab as well because I love a fucking collab. Uh, this is not between two breweries though. This is between Bracket and Boomstick Glassware. Um, this is the. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, so this is, is the, my boomstick. This is, is the second collab these guys have done. The last one they did was the Gambit beer. Um, so they've gone again with the X-Men theme and God bless them for that. Um, I've, you know, I was at Bracket the other week and uh, I, I, I gave my list of X-Men they need to start featuring uh, if, if I could have my way. Um, they looked at me very oddly and said, who's this strange man yelling at us about X-Men? Yeah, um, and we're closed. Go yeah, away. <laughs> yes, Tom. It's it's 8 a.m. Please leave. Uh, so just, this is a- Out of interest, who were those obscure X-Men? Oh, I want to see a Banshee beer. Like, Banshee uh, hasn't got enough limelight. Yeah. Um, I was talking about- uh, Wendigo? Oh, uh, Wendigo. It was a Wendigo. Wendigo. Paul Puck would be a good one. <laughs> is Puck a bit of Puck Alpha Force? He's yeah, Alpha sure. Force, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't remember. Like, it was, um, you know, obviously, I just don't yeah. want him to go down the path. Stop trying just- to trip him up, Dan. That's not No, nice. I wasn't trying to trip him he up. It was, trying, a, no. it was a genuine interest question. But you don't you don't want to see the class. Like, you, you don't need the, the core X-Men. I don't need to see a Wolverine beer. I don't need to see a, yeah. a Cyclops beer. Like, yeah. let's let's. there's a big enough roster. Mr. Strong. Let's get a Mr. Strong and Mr. Strong out. <laughs> Little tiny head. Tiny head. Giant body. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this is a triple IPA uh, with uh, Motueka, Mosaic, and Citra, um, 10.3%. Um, mm. And it's- Look at that. Beautiful and golden. Um, it is really well balanced for a 10.3%. 
Um, it's not in. It's very smooth and very hidden of booze. Uh, someone did give me one of these about a week ago as the last round of the night. They thought they'd sneak it in, um, and it disappeared. And we were none the wiser. Like it's it's dangerously good at hiding hiding that booze hit. Um, obviously, there's 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 the those classic like the citra notes come through, so mm. it's really really citrusy and and quite brute forward. Um, but super smooth, um, like from the malt coming through, like the malt base, um, the mouth feels very, very coating. Um, and it is, yeah, I, I don't need to warm this one up. Um, look, it's even got Jasper excited. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so, yes, I'm, I'm giving that, a, that's a solid four and a half. That's a very, and they get, nice. they, they, it was a good way to four, but they get that extra 0.5 for the, for the danger factor of just <laughs> how quickly I could probably drink this if I needed to, yeah. Danger factor also comes in in copyright infringement. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did admit that 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 one of the parties was given the task of selecting the imagery, and they were the other, one of the other parties was disappointed when they found it's actually just the first thing on Wikipedia when you search oh. is that exact imagery. Oh, that's they could have paid a well. Yeah, okay. The last oh. the gambit can. I remember if you remember the gambit can, but it was mm. just his hand yeah. with the cards, and yeah. they, were, they were on the pink flame. It was very good. This one, like you know. It's a obviously just oh quick we need to get something here you go take that but like you know I thought you could have done a really cool like recognizable like the juggernaut fist with the red rings like going yeah. down just like slamming into the ground or coming through the can like oh like, yeah like that or just the empty helmet with a crack in it would have been cool no the, the helmet the helmet upside down on a slab yeah, of concrete with a beer with glass a, next to it with a big fucking crack in it <laughs> yeah. Make it make it obvious or that it's just, made out of like just rock. the gem of Sidorak just glowing in the middle and <laughs> yeah, nobody would everyone. get that. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good on you, Vinnie Jones. What a roll! What a roll! <laughs> All right, take us into our fucking our topic for tonight, Tom. No pressure. Um, Since you, well, you did intro. I didn't come up with this, but let's do it. Um, oh, didn't you? No, this this was Dan's. This was Dan's. Oh, sorry, idea. Dan. My apologies. No, no, Tom can introduce it. It was it was a throwaway line. Anyway, go anyway, on. So they almost Dan- always are just behind the scenes for anyone yeah. listening <laughs> who's interested. Uh, so this came about as a discussion we've had a bit recently on on on, on the old podcast, which was um, there's the ongoing um, Writers Guild and Screen Actors Guild um, strikes in the predominantly in the US. I haven't seen much of it around here. Um, there's been some look, Aussie actors that have spoken out in solidarity, but obviously- Yeah, yeah. People are jumping in, but, the, but there's obviously to, different, different uni- unionisation over here compared to what the guys over there have. Yeah, we've got no money to start with in the Australian film industry, so- Well, definitely not as much as Hollywood, but yeah. So th- this came about as like, obviously for us as content viewers, there's like these strikes, however long they keep on going, there's going to be a, a gap in what we get to consume in our entertainment, like- um, section of our lives, um, so we decided this is the perfect time to uh, get into those. Uh, we opened it up to games as well, so games and series and movies that I guess have been clogging up the uh, the rainy day pile. You know, we've been screwing away like you know nuts as a you know in the long hibernation. Um, so yeah, so that's basically what we've done. We've all gone through. Um, We're going to talk about our nuts. We are going to talk about our nuts. Uh, our you know um, in the broken down so we'll do some we'll, i think we should just do our sections not us yep. each individually we'll we'll do games then we'll do movies then we'll do tv and yeah um and there, there's definitely obviously some, some lots of overlap 
overlap there. And I'm yeah, someone else go because I'm I want to drink the beer now. Well, we're going to start by talking about all the games that that Tom told Dan and I that we're going to play. So you can explain that first, please, Tom. What? He didn't. What? I wrote these. Oh, did I you? wrote my ones. Did yeah. you really? Yeah. yeah. Did, did you the write them for me too? Then. No, 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 I, I just copied with- that. I del- meant to delete that, sorry. <laughs> right. I'm like, is Tom playing a joke? Is he telling me I have to play that game? No, no, yeah. no, no. This was Dan, but then I wrote out the Got structure yep, yep. of the thing and Makes then I sense. copied it. Yep. Dan? Editing. It's my strong point. <laughs> Definitely. Contributing is mine. Um, <laughs> so what, two two games that have been – one has been on my list for years uh, and I just don't have the platform that it's on, but I've been – been talking about buying a switch for years me and louise had a wii u for years and we played uh mario kart almost every weekend on it i touched on uh the first zelda breath of the wild on it a little bit but Mm -hmm. it was it was primarily our lounge room wii u so we could uh have a couple of mario kart races on a saturday or sunday afternoon just for the hell of it after lunch or over the first beer or over the 20th beer or whatever, wherever, wherever <laughs> over the, the 20th. got to the 20th beer, it's just yeah. like, all right, let's up it to 150cc. We can yeah. still make those corners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But years ago, we packed it up and gave it to our niece and nephew mm-hmm. in the intentions of buying a Switch. Yep. And my wanting to get a Switch was twofold, to have the newer version of Mario Kart and a newer Nintendo in-house, but... I've always I Mario 64 is one of my fondest memories as a teenager oh, on the so on the 64 it and Shadows of the Empire the with first two games I got on mm. my my N64 when I got it and I played the crap out of Mario 64 and absolutely loved it and yep. I haven't played a 3D Mario game since so when I saw Odyssey came out and all of the effort and the work they put into Mario Odyssey I mm. was like I have to play this, but I have to buy a Switch to play this. But we need a Switch anyway because we need Mario Kart, we need it in. But we ended up giving the, the Wii U away and then we never ended up buying a Switch. And every time Christmas rolls around, we go, we're going to buy ourselves that Switch this year so we can start <laughs> playing Mario Kart. And I'm like, yes, well, I'm also going to buy Mario Odyssey and play that. We even did the, the Christmas just gone and we're still talking about it now. <laughs> so uh, hopefully so this year- the bullet, man. Yeah, hopefully this year we will get a Switch. Switches are currently on sale at EB Games as we speak. Just, oh. you know, being Just a dick. <laughs> when it gets to your turn, I'll jump onto EB and have a look at what they are. <laughs> but I just I think it looks like such a – the Mario games for me have always been this fun jump in for 10 minutes – Turns into two hours, but you're not you're not tied into an entire just... flight to LA playing nothing but Mario sixty four <laughs> instead of sleeping. <laughs> Best thing it, I've ever done. It's it's just one of those games where you go, oh, I don't have to do a mission. I can just jump in and see Walk how far I get with a level, yeah. or especially with Odyssey. I, I know it's it's structured slightly differently, but you can go and find a couple. They're moons in Odyssey, aren't they? Not stars anymore. Uh, moon. No, that was cool. Galaxy, because it's gone 64, and then there's Super yeah. Mario Sunshine, and then there's Galaxy 1, Galaxy 2, and now it's Odyssey. But and Odyssey's Odyssey's- all about Odyssey's all about Mario throws his hat and he can possess things. Mm, but you can still collect stars? Is that your main- I haven't played it. I'm assuming- Oh, you haven't played it. it. I thought no. you had. Sorry. No, I okay. haven't played Odyssey. It's I'm definitely now, it's written down on my list too. 
Yeah, it's a, uh, it's just one of those fun games I'd like to like to get into just for something where I don't want to sit down and listen to dialogue for 30 minutes while I complete a, a storyline mission or something yeah, like that yeah. or get my butt kicked in what is my next game on my list which is Elden Ring. Uh, I mm. think I think Elden Ring looks like a bunch of fun. I've played I've started to play a bunch of Souls-like games in the past or the actual Souls games, the yep. the um <laughs> Demon Souls, yeah, yeah, and and I've tried to play or started to play, not tried to play. I've started to play all them, but the tediousness, tediousness, tediousness of it gets to me. Tediousness, tediousness. That's it. Uh, the Surge was my favorite one. It wasn't a From Software game, but it was more of a industrial sci-fi. Yeah, game. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was quite fun, and that was that was the one that I got the furthest in. I'm hoping with Elden Ring being open world and not sort of being hemmed in to like a singular level you're on mm-hmm. that I might find a bit more to then go out and explore. If something's giving me the shits, I don't have to just focus on that. Yeah. I can move out to a separate area and go go explore that. It's gotten excellent reviews. Uh, a few of my friends have played it and they said it's absolutely great. Some of them have absolutely no patience, so I don't know how they've sat down and played it. So- <laughs> I've continued to see, I've continued to read reviews, even recent ones, that have said that it's a perfect game other than the boss fights, and the boss fights are like the most frustrating experience known to man. Mm. That there is well, no I mean- strategy, it's pure. Think Dumb think of the worst fights luck. you had in in the hardest levels of Survivor or Fallen Order, mm. and that's a really light Souls esque type game. Mm. Like it's it's nowhere near as hard as some of the From Software ones. But like you memorize like, six hundred moves, and then yeah. it still <laughs> comes down to unlucky fucking timing. It's all timing. It's and these yeah. guys are like and and these guys are like hardcore players saying, you know, I spent I invested all of these hours in the defeating yeah. this boss, and when I finally defeated him. I couldn't tell you what the fuck I did. I couldn't yeah. tell you why I beat him that one time. Yeah, just so. just managed to get those strikes in just But the everything right else, the the open world, the lore, the story, the graphics, the game mechanics, mm. 10 out of 10 reviews across the board. It's yeah, just yeah, won a bunch of boss games fights. of the years like trophies last year. It was mm. yeah, it was definitely up there. Yeah, no, so that, that's where I am with that. that. That's it there. That might we if we do this again in uh, two years' time, that will uh, potentially still be sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, leading on from that, that that was actually one of my entire categories was souls like games. It's like, am I a coward or am I eventually going to uh, give them a shot more than oh, I? Yeah, than I, I didn't see that on the sheet. <laughs> uh, and look, the short answer is I'm still a coward. Um, I, yeah, I just don't know, like. I think of all the fun I had in 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 the Star Wars, you know, Survivor and Fallen Order, but then all the the, the frustration, the, the absolute control gripping, like fuck, you're better than this, you dickwad! Like, come <laughs> on! Like, you've been playing games since you know you could walk. Like, what are you doing? And then it's just yeah, or just not paying attention. Like, or the other side of it, like I know it's one of those games I'm only gonna have to be able to play like. At the start of a session, I'm going to have to play it alongside something else because my, you know, I enjoy sitting there and you know, I sip on a beer while I have a game and I play a game and then like, you know, might have two or three if I'm having a longer day session or whatever. Definitely couldn't play a Souls-like game after a couple of beers because it'd be like, well, this is, the controller's going through the TV now. Like, you know, I'm just going to be like, fuck. Like, yeah. So that is definitely up there for me. Um, you know, uh, again, on the, going back to kind of similar to Dan, the, the, 
the Switch side of things. I have a Switch, but it, like to be honest, it's kind of gathering dust on my like my bedside table. I I just need to take more time with it. I I definitely it's been great when I was on like flights back to America to see him as family and stuff because it was great. It was a portable, take it, charge it anywhere. It's gone. It's got USB C, so it's like super easy to just take and charge wherever you were going. Um, but then I only wanted it for the the Nintendo titles. I didn't want it to play something I could play on the, the PlayStation. Yeah. Um, because I like using the big TV and I know I can set up the cradle for the Switch and play on the big TV, but then it just having that little the little joysticks, it just I'd have to get one of the controller peripherals and then it's another thing in the lounge room and all that kind of stuff. So it's like it's definitely something I need to get back into because I really want to play those Zelda games. I played every Zelda game up until Breath of the Wild. And I, I I love that series. Like I've always loved that series. Um, so it's definitely one of those things I just need to be like. And I think I might. I think I know what I'm going to do because I'm about to hit 100 platinums with Skyrim. I think I might let my PlayStation have a little sleep for a while. It's it's <laughs> it's done some done some time. Done like, the mileage. Yeah, or at least just give it like a break every other day. Just be like, no, no, say Tom, go play, go go play Zelda, go play Zelda. <laughs> and then you know, three days will pass. And I'll be like, oh, where have I been? Like that's the game that sucks me in more than Mario, like or anything is is Zelda games. I just get right into them. So definitely excited to do that. Um, <clears throat> and then I guess leading on from from that, and you know, giving the PlayStation a rest is uh, my list of shame games I haven't finished or I've like I've gotten halfway through the hard playthrough and I just crack the shits and be like, nah, fuck it, I'll come <laughs> back to it eventually. I've, I know what happens in the story. Every six months since I bought it, since two, I think it was 2014, it came out. Every six months, I go back and try and finish the hard playthrough of Dragon Age Inquisition. And every <laughs> single time, I get like maybe three, four days into playing it, like, you know, a couple of hour long sessions. And I'm just like, fuck this. Fuck, no, no, nah, I'm out. I can't do it. I've built it. I've built my guy wrong, but I'm too deep into it now to go back and start the hard playthrough again. I'm just like, you're an idiot. Stop going straight up tank warrior class every time. It doesn't work, Tom. <laughs> doesn't work every time. There are different situations and maybe you should learn that. Um, and then just a bunch of games like I started and then something else came out and I just put it on the shelf. Or, happens. Yeah. Happens like a lot. I really enjoyed the Just Cause series. Emma hates it. It's very, very funny. Um, she hates it because it's for, for something that's so grounded in reality, it's so unrealistic because of the physics. Because, mm. you know, you, you run, jump, and you can grappling hook straight ahead, which she's like, no, you can't. And I was like, it's a game. You can. And then you can <laughs> just open your parachute or your wingsuit wherever. She's like, mm. the fuck you can. That is just, no, I hate this. Don't play it in front of me. So it's like, I have to play it in secret. So that's where <laughs> the new PlayStation Portal is going to be great for Tom. So like, I'm just here. No, I'm not definitely not playing that game. No, 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 definitely not. Um, yeah. And there's just like, there's just a bunch of games that I've started and never gone back to. And um, all games that you guys have played that's like, you know, talking about red dead redemption the other week like i need to go and play both of those but it's just like you know when i first played it like rdr1 it was kind of like my head my head wasn't right for the space and i was just mm. like i'm not going to invest in it but you know i looked at i don't know if you guys watched any of the gamescom stuff that just came out but i did not give a crap about pretty much anything most they, of it yeah, yeah agreed yeah there agreed. was like one or two things i went oh that's kind of cool but that's about it it wasn't like oh yeah let's get into that so this is you know as well as a, a streaming content, maybe little wasteland that we're about to go into. I'm also feeling like a new release gaming wasteland, except for 
Spider-Man when that comes out. That's the only one. It's the only, usually I have three or four games going into the end of the year that I'm like, cool, can't wait for that to come out. Yeah. yeah. What about I've you, got- Peter? No, no, no. I, I just saying on the Gamescom, I, I completely agree. I don't have much mm. on my watch list coming into there, so this this mm. is definitely back catalogue territory. I, but I got to be honest, I could replace. I've got a list of like I don't know twenty items to talk about tonight, and I could replace mm. all of them with Starfield and Baldur's Gate three, and it'll mm. probably take me to the end of the twenty twenty four. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but like you, Tom, I've got a bunch of stuff that I haven't finished, like RDR two. I need to finish. I'm only a third of the way through that game, loving it. But it's always going to be my, I need to mellow out. I've just had a massive beer, going to cruise through until it's bedtime. Uh, yep. That's that's that game to me. It's just, you know, if I smoked weed, that would be my 420 game, just to mellow out and play. Um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. See, that's a dangerous 420 game, Red Dead. <laughs> That's a comedy. That's a that's a I drank too much peyote and got lost in the Wild West kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. Just wander out into the middle of nowhere and it's like, there's no fucking fast travel in this game. Like, and where's my pants? If I exit this game now, I still have to re-log in. And, and figure out how to get and, back. And still ride all the way back. So yeah. there's, only, there's only fast travel, I said it in quotation marks, in towns. Yeah. And it's jump on a carriage and and go go buy a carriage. It's a uh, you go. There's got to some- be people in the world somewhere that have save games of just poor old Marston's lost in the middle of fucking nowhere, and they're like, yeah. "No, nah, I just can't be fucked playing the game to get him back now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. just ends the playthrough for them. I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to be getting to that point where you uh, would so blaze that you couldn't work out how to use the map or something like that because there's <laughs> like, turn the waypoints off on the 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 mini map and the the main map doesn't show your location so you just got to uh, work the fuck out where you are from there and from the topography and <laughs> the, the landmarks and trisector your way back to or, town. Orient, orientate yourself back to uh, civilization. But, yeah. but you could equally get lost in some of the weird-ass fucking storylines. Like, I've walked into mm. some dude's – I walked past some dude's house, and he's like, oh, come in and meet the missus, and and she's all getting all sexified, and he's like, oh, you should go upstairs and sort her out for me. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? It, it's a whole little come money. across that one. It's so I think fucking that was, bizarre. I think that was one of Pete's fever dreams. <laughs> and I'm pretty certain that their goal was to tempt you upstairs, the wife, like, Makes out like she's going to sleep with you, and then he hits you over the back of the head. And, and I think they're cannibals. I got cannibal vibes. I'm pretty uh, certain they were eating people in the bayou, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was in the yep. bayou. So yeah. yeah, you can imagine that blazed. Anyway, um, Spider Man, <laughs> Spider Man, Miles Morales. Mm. I played Spider Man one, and then immediately jumped into Miles Morales, and I lasted all the five minutes. I just went, yeah, it's and that's too much like the first game for me to play this back to back. So yeah, that got parked. Uh, Horizon climb every fucking VR mountain. I just really struggled. I mean, it was cool for the visuals, but and I want to finish it because I mm. love the Horizon series. But I just I need to go back and finish that, and then maybe Fallout Four. But I've got enough video fucking games to play. The other one, I I still want you to finish that Guardians game. Guardians, yeah, Guardians the Square Guardians. Enix one. Yeah, yeah. All right. I never do it. My list. Do it for me, Peter. Do it for me. <laughs> Shall we move on? Let's I don't have many on. movies to talk about. Moving on. 
Yeah. Your first one's a fucking brilliant movie, Dan. Well, so I know. That's, oh, but, yeah, it is. But that's why I've got these on there because they're on my list and they've basically been on the list since they came out on Netflix and I've just yep. never watched them. But I know I want to watch them and every time I flick through the list <laughs> going, oh, let's pick something from the list to watch and I get to it and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to watch that one day. Fury. I mean, yeah. Fury with Brad Pitt. What is it? Like uh, six men stuck in a tank? I, yeah. I actually, that's about the, pretty much. the basic premise. I don't know how many there is or anything like that. No, that's that's pretty much the the, the premise of mm. of the movie, and it's fucking a awesome. A lot of trace arounds. Yeah, it remind, yeah, it reminds me of it. Is it a Tarantino film? Because it certainly fucking no, plays. No, like don't one. think so. Don't think so. No. Yeah, okay. No, it, it feels not, like no. a Tarantino. Um, mm. I Fury sticks out in my mind because it was. I think it was the last movie I ever pirated. And it had a it had a corrupt sector about two thirds of the way in, and so I kept forgetting that I you know it's like oh fuck I still haven't seen the ending of that movie. I mm. watched the entire movie until it crashes. I'm like ah oh, fuck, and then I put something else on, and then six months later I go I still haven't seen the end of that movie. I'll put it on. Two thirds of the way crashes, so I bought it as soon as oh did I buy it? No, it's it, it's been out on streaming for a while. Yeah, it's well, been it's on, on Netflix, Netflix for freaking yeah. ages. Yeah, that's where so I watched. I it. finally I got Netflix, to see yeah. it there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Great and movie, though. My next one is another uh, great movie. I've watched probably half of it, and that was probably about five or six years ago, No Country for Old Men. I know it's great. I love Josh Brolin, Tommy Lee Jones, Javier Bardem. Mm. He's he's an excellent hitman in it. And <laughs> I know I know how the movie plays out and ends, mm. but I, and I really want to watch it, but I've just we never gotten back to it's watching it. It's one of those films I just don't – I know I've seen it. I just – it has no hold upstairs. Like it, yeah. which is, I don't know. It's just one of those things like either I was, I watched it when I was, you know, too intoxicated or I just wasn't really paying attention at the time. I wasn't in the right headspace for it, but it's just like, I've seen it. I don't remember it. I don't think I've seen it. It won awards, didn't it? Yeah. Won plenty, no, I, yeah. I haven't seen it. I can confirm that I hadn't seen it because I had a new guy, a, a guy at work sent me a screenshot from it. As part mm. of a joke message on on uh, the Messenger app, and he, and then he followed up ten minutes later and said, "I fucking love that movie." I'm like, "Ha ha, yeah, man! I've got no idea what the fuck the screenshot was from. <laughs> it was from No Country for Old Men." <laughs> okay, sometimes uh, you just have to play along. It's, yeah. it's such a it's such a unique way for a hitman to do things too. The unique tool for the hitman to use as well, which is the abattoir tool. Mm. And takes out locks and doors, and mm. takes out people as well as it takes out a lock and a door. So that's it's super, super interesting. Well acted, great cast. Really want to watch it. Haven't gotten to it. Uh, and the last, <laughs> the last two uh, ones because they, these both popped into my head recently. Well, one literally popped into my head ten minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, Tau is an AI based movie that's been on. Um, Netflix for ages, once again, been on the list from the very start. Looks yep. really interesting, good. Popped up on a uh, must-watch sci-fi movie list uh, I saw on YouTube uh, a couple of weeks ago. Interesting. I haven't seen this one. It looks good. It's got fucking Gary Oldman in it, man. Does it? Well, there yeah. You go. He's, it he's looks- Tao. Oh, he does the voice, does he? Huh? Apparently. Okay. I don't uh, know. Looks interesting. And Cargo is this just came up because- Someone, I think Tom just mentioned, or Pete mentioned Australian cinema. This is an Australian movie that is on Netflix about mm-hmm. a, it was released before the pandemic, 
but a pandemic gets released on Earth, basically a zombie kind of Last of Us kind of pandemic. Uh, Martin Freeman uh, in the Australian desert carrying his infant child across the desert uh, during a zombie apocalypse pandemic. And it just, he's really good. And it sounded like an interesting premise set in Australia. So yeah, yeah, cool. I want to watch that one too. Never got around to it. You know, it's going to sound really fucking weird, but I'm genuinely interested to see how they film the bush backdrop because I've watched, I watch a lot of YouTube videos set in the Australian bush and it always looks overcast and harsh and shit. So it'd be good to see how professional cinematographers do it to make it not look shit. Mm. Anyway. That pretty much sums up the Australian outback, doesn't it? Harsh and shit. <laughs> harsh, washed out and shit. No, it's yeah. fucking, our, our outback is fucking beautiful. It's also, ex- like, it's utterly unique. Oh, no, I'm talking oh. like eucalypt forests and scrub, like proper scrub, yeah. Singleton-style scrub. Oh, um, and we- we, we we watch movies and we don't look up. We, we very rarely, if ever, look up anything beforehand. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you'll get to a point in a movie and you go, hold on a sec. <laughs> yeah. That looks extremely like Australia. Yeah. And you look Is that a scribble, go, scribble bark gum in the background? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go, yep. You know what? This was filmed here. And it's like, okay, yeah. nothing else looks like Australia. But once you get those those distinctive trees and plants <laughs> yeah. in the background, yeah. you go, yeah. Yep, and then you get to the end of the film and it's the thank you film, Victoria, for yeah. all your assistance. <laughs> yes. Oh, well done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Over to you, Tom. You got a cracker a first up. Yeah. Yeah, the Jordan Peele trilogy. I've, ne- I've, I'd, I've never really – I've slowly gotten in – I've never been into horror films or, or like those uh, – thrillers are fine, but you know, those kind of horror films. I just never got into them. It's not something that like – not that I'm going to sit there and shit myself while I watch it. It's just like – I don't know. They've just never really appealed to me. But then I've slowly, over the, as I've gotten older, I've been like, oh, yeah, I'll try some out. And then, you know, I've said to you guys multiple times, I remember watching the the It and It 2 back to back and mm. thinking they were fucking and hilarious. Like, yeah. oh, Pennywise, like, I love him. I think he's great. Like, he's <laughs> he's fucking hilarious. But then um, just especially the way you guys have talked about these movies, like they've always been sitting there and like, and Emma's not very good with horror either. And it's, we try and do all these things like, you know, said with Louise, you try and sit down and watch them together. And that's, a, I think, a big factor in a lot of these things that we haven't haven't both been in the right mood to sit down and be like, cool, we're watching Get Out tonight. Like, And it's a specific kind of horror too. Like yeah, it's not, yeah. It's, it's not Saw-style gore it's horror. psychological. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's right. It's even necessarily skin horror. crawl. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think it is designed to be horror in the sense that it, Fucks with your head. It's psychological. It's, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's meant to be disturbing, not so much yeah. horror, yeah. horror. Yeah. Not scary. No. Mm. So, yes, that's that's definitely a trilogy that I um, uh, have to sit down and watch eventually. Um, uh, I think Get Out will be fine. I think Nope will be fine. I think it's the other one, the middle one. Us. Us. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the one that's going to really, mm. like- I just, I just know from the trailer, having watched it with Emma, I think that's the one that's gonna like be like, okay, this is too much. Like, you know, uh, she struggled with the the tenseness of a Walking Dead episode when I was just like, yeah, yeah. Rick for president, yeah, kill the something. <laughs> uh, if it's if it's about tension, you'll struggle probably more with Get Out than you will with us. Okay, good. That's, well, that's let's start off opinion. strong. Let's let's. <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> uh, Dan, I don't know what you think there, but uh, I. 
I think they're both, yeah. I don't know how many more sounds I can make while I get my brain to tick over on this 16% view. Uh, I love us. I just had the most vivid image of a little Dan in your head trying to pull like a big (laughs) crank handle. (laughs) Yeah. Don't know. That's definitely what it was like. Uh, I I love us. I think us is yeah. by far the best out of all of them. But Louise loves Get Out. She thinks Get Out's mm, the best. Okay. So I and, I'm I'm with Lou on this one. Yeah, uh, and Nope was good too. Nope was very Nope unique. was very good. Yeah, yeah, Nope was very unique. I really I do really like Nope. I thought it was a great, well thought out film. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think they're kind of on par for tension. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, eventually we'll... I guess Tom and... When the drought comes in, we'll eventually... Yeah, I'll go watch them and then I'll I'll tie-break that one for you guys. Yeah. Which one did Emma hit you more in? Yeah, knowing me, it's the grip on the arm. Jesus. I feel bones starting to crack. No, no, yeah. And knowing me, it'll be like, oh, man, nope, best one out of the three. And it'll be like, fuck us. Like... Um, I, I mean, I said this the other week that like yeah. I need to go back and watch all the Mission Impossible films. Like I've seen one, two, and three. Like I remember when they came out. But after how that, many is there? Off. Did I ask this question the other there night are, too? And I've just forgotten. There are Probably. no, you didn't. Uh, there are currently six, and seventh movie is the is part one of the final story. Right. So there's going to be come out there's going to be eight altogether. Eight. There's going to be eight films. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Cool. There we go. Now, so I've now seen I'm going to madly double check in the background that yeah, my excellent, good memory is checking. accurate. Yeah. So yeah, I've seen. I've definitely. I've one, two, and three. Like I think we've all seen one, two. And the answer is eight. I was correct. There we go. Um, but yeah, it's just one thing that was like it's it's not you know out of any particular dislike of the franchise or or anything. It's just oh, every time they've come around, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I see that. But it's like, oh, well, what's that shiny thing? I've got to go over there now. <laughs> they've look. They've all got their. I mean, look, two was the worst in my opinion by oh, a long easy. shot. Oh yeah, um, yeah. it just the storyline was just tired. The acting was subpar. Mm. Three got better. Four, Ghost Protocol, I thoroughly enjoyed. Four, four kind of went back to the first film for me. Yeah, okay. uh, and then it and and then Rogue Nation, Fallout. Then neither of them are perfect by any stretch. There's some dumbass shit there, but yeah. at the same time, they've maintained that high expectation of of seamless special effects lots of fucking action like unique well thought out action that you would never see in real world but you know where practical effects hmm. you know i actually watched a because uh, i like to watch a, a youtube video or two while i'm eating lunch at work just so i can zone out of work thinking for half yeah. an hour a day and i watched a, a ex-cia special ops guy like a guy had actually been overseas and done stuff that he can't talk about and you know assassinations and that sort of shit toppled a, toppled a regime or two you know, <laughs> took over their drug trade yeah. <laughs> rate rate the realism in various movies and it's you know insider has that whole shtick now of you know they get a historian to yeah to rate the realism for various things and and he was talking about yeah you know what a guy could use suction cups to climb up the side of the Burj Khalifa and break through a window, but no fucking idiot would, especially not in broad daylight. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, you could do it. Yes, it's physically possible, and certainly we are trained to be able to pull off a stunt like that, no problem. But you wouldn't fucking do it because you'd yeah. die. You'd get shot. Like, so anyway, 
But no, did I he think mention anything well, about driving a car out of the Burj Khalifa into the opposite building, a la the Fast and that, Furious? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, wasn't yeah. that Fast and Furious? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Double, yeah, second guessing myself then. So, um, it's funny no. you say that about Mission Impossible Four, Pete. Uh, me and Louise, we literally turned it off at the third act. Really? We're like, yeah, you know, that's what? the one with the chick, the, uh, Dizzy. Dizzy gets her eye blown up. Like she has the, is that the one with the implant, the explosives implanted in the head and the helicopter at the start? I don't remember. That gave me, that gave me nightmares. I don't remember. Was it a very small uh, red light, green light pill they just put in there? No, no, no. (laughs) It was, it was a micro explosive in the base of their skull and she dies at the very start of the film. And, and it blows a a pupil. Like it it doesn't actually, there's no explosions. It's not like the head explodes. It's not the end of fucking um, Kingsman. Mm. Um, it's the internal organs explode and her eyes, she's talking to him and just one eye just suddenly goes really fucked up, fried. Anyway, gave me nightmares. Well, Carry I look on. forward to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just a series. It's just like, then there's a, there's a bunch it's and like, fun. you know, yeah, good fun. Like what to watch. Like, but then the next one kind of the next year leaning into such a wild card. Whiplash. I've always yeah. wanted to watch That's that. It's a fucking yeah. great movie. Yeah, never, 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 never f- sat down to. That's the one about the time. drumming, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles Teller and uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, it's um, a brilliant film. But then it leads into I. I can't remember what Oscar-winning films I've actually seen in the last decade, fifteen years. Like the ones that actually win them. Like <laughs> there are a bunch yeah. of those. that's like I should probably watch those if they're getting you know. I how wouldn't make is- the assumption that they're good, mate. That's not, I'm not how saying Oscars they're good. Are. I wasn't making the assumption they're good. It's just that I should probably watch them to see what the fuss was about. Is is my whole yeah? Thing. I I can understand that mentality. I watched yeah. Bird Box purely on the back of that, or on on the back of that concept, and I actually enjoyed yeah. Bird Box. So I'd avoided watching it for years. But- yeah, but that's the thing. I I I would have to go through a list of Oscar winning films, and uh, in the last yeah ten to fifteen years, and. If they're the, of the the best film awards, I probably can guarantee you out of the, the fifteen, let's say, there's maybe two I've seen. And it's just you know, mm. and that's just me needing to expand my range of film, and that comes mm. you know that just comes to like you know most times when I sit down and I we've talked about this before because I get home and like you know I don't want to sit down and put a TV show or a movie on. I want to put my controller in hand and I want to get straight into whatever game I'm playing at the time because. I've I've gone away from that. Just sitting there, being like watching something. I need to be involved in it to get that. Kind I've of been the opposite, out. man. As I, I've I know, and that, that's it, yeah, what we've been talked about before. So for me, it's like, or you know, Emma will fall asleep on the couch while we're watching something. And we'll finish the episode, then I'll be like, oh well, I can't be able to get up and get the controller because you know she's leaning on me. It's like, oh, and then I'm just half an hour of scrolling through, being like, what the doom fuck scrolling? Am I going yeah, yeah, and it's <laughs> just because I'm I'm not. No, nothing really is grabbing me mm. to go dive back into that, Tom, um, which I talk about later in, in my movies. But, yeah, there's there's a bunch of – I'm sure whether they're good, they're bad, they're hyped up, whatever, but there's there's probably a bunch of movies I need to watch for myself to be like, how'd that win? Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. We we did that during COVID. We did that exactly ah, back okay, cool, 10, cool, cool. 10 years because yeah. for exactly the same mentality, we're like, you know what, these won the Oscars. We probably should watch these because – like, I like film. I like to think I know a little bit about film. Obviously, yeah. don't know a huge amount about a film. I'd like to know what, why these things win, and mm. what what people say. Advertising so, dollars mainly. Yeah. So we 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 dived oh, in. I just thought it, it was circle jerking. Started off strong, man. It started off strong. First one we watched. Well, first one we watched was Hurt Locker. 
And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. This is a good movie. It is a good movie. Cool. That's a good Slow start. burn, but a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> that is a and, strong start. <laughs> yeah. And there were some definitely some questionable ones in the 10 years worth of uh, Oscar wins that we watched. And I think we bailed on two. I think right. we definitely started them all. And we, if they weren't on streaming, we 100% paid for them. Uh, yeah. And one of the ones we paid for, we bailed on in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Do you remember the, what the, it was? The Comedian. I think it was called, uh, 2016-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we, we bailed on that one. I think it was called. Well, I just lied to everyone because I've seen everything everywhere all at once and that one, the <laughs> most recent one. So, yeah. you know. Well, we'll start from the last year. We'll start from 2022. Let's go there. Yeah. Canadian. Uh, you, fuck, you've got a good memory, Dan. 2016 was hey. Canadian. Cool. Canadian. I'm Is sorry. that what it was called? Uh, comedian. Comedian. Comedian, yeah. Yeah. No, you were hundred percent correct with your memory. Cool. Peter. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna rip through mine. Unbearable way to massive talent. Just looks like a fucking hilarious rob. Yeah. So good. Uh and then all the Rambo movies. I've I've seen the first one, the end. So I need to go back and watch all the Rambos. And I've kind of been will be so like vindicated right now (laughs) when he listens to this. He'll just be like, yes. And I, yeah, well, I mean, this is one big echo chamber for us, right? Because a lot of the the stuff that we want to watch is stuff that other the other two of us have recommended, and it goes around in circles like that. Yeah. So um, that's not really a surprise. I I probably I, like I keep seeing Creed one and two, and I've never watched any of the Rocky Rocky, Rocky films, movies yeah. past the first one. So I might go back and watch some of those. No, I've never seen any. I've never okay. seen any. No. I mean, uh, do you I've, like do you like boxing? Not particularly, but I like. Pro- you might be pretty bored, <laughs> I, but I did. But I, I have seen some boxing movies that I have enjoyed, though. So, do you like a training montage? <laughs> Who doesn't like a training montage? Oh well, hang me Peter. a hang me a dead pig, and we've got a montage. I'm sure, that was the first film. Was, was he boxing cow, in the it? in the cold room? Yeah, it was maybe in the cold it was room, a cow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe it was. I'm a pretty cow. sure it was a cow. Yeah. Couldn't identify it from those you baby back montage. ribs. Montage, montage. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, look, look, as long as you love a montage and, 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 and some boxing, then, yeah, you're sweet. Yeah. A lot of slow-mo and face when he was and, still and ripped. saliva, like, throwing out of the mouth, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and I wrote down Tao just so I can remind myself of yeah. stealing Dan's idea. Yeah. Then we go all the way back to the top with TV. I was going to say, do you want to go in reverse? We can. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rip through mine, though. Like, I'm, I'm not going to spend much time on mine. So I can if you want. Yeah. Um, Cowboy Bebop. You guys have talked it up a storm. I really want to watch it. It 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 does lead into a uh, my last TV item actually, um, but we'll get there. Finish. I need to finish Walking Dead. I invested too much time rewatching it all mm-hmm. the way up to Negan's season to not finish it. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine's always there in the background. Uh, Titans season four. Uh, yeah, I I've got Titans on my list. I've yeah. never. Yep. Uh, Peaky Blinders season three and on. Mm-hmm. Uh, C. With uh, Jason Momoa, that was oh, a yeah, yeah, brilliant yeah. fucking series, and I stopped at the midway point, the mid-season break in the final season. So I really just need to go back and watch those last four or four or six episodes. Yeah. Uh, Vikings, that's a huge series. I think that's eight seasons, and I'm up to the third. Uh, Cosmos, because everyone loves Neil deGrasse Tyson telling oh, us about the universe. Cosmos, oh, talk Such about one series. of the best documentaries ever made. Yeah. What is so- Cosmos? Oh, it's literally it's Neil deGrasse. It's 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 a remake. It's a remake of um. Oh, I don't remember his name either. 
the science guy. Um, Neil. Bill uh, Nye. Bill Nye. Nye, the science guy. Yeah. No, was it no, really? it wasn't. no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't Bill Nye, the science guy. I'm sure it's not. God. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm the original Cosmos. Uh, a personal voyage. Who was it written? Carl Origin- Sagan. There we go. Carl Sagan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's Neil so- deGrasse Tyson in his imaginary spaceship, and he goes through from the beginning of time, the, 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 the birth of the universe, and he just takes you on this journey of. Of the of, evolution of the universe. Of everything we know about the, the, the universe around us. And the soundtrack uh, is of by um, Alan Silvestri, who did a lot of the early Marvel films, and it's beautiful horns. We yeah. listen to it if we can't fall asleep. I put it on and Emma's out. What, like what the fuck the is cinematography, this on? I've never even heard of it. The cinematography is spectacular. Hang on, yeah. I'll, let me look it up on Just Watch for you on my phone while we talk. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he Cosmos also, is fantastic. Yeah. And he also does- he talks through the history of science too. It's not just about yeah, what we yeah. understand about the universe, but he'll go through Copernicus and the, the heresy trials and and everything that these scientists went through in history to. And they do bring that through like a cartoony animated and kind the, of and feel. Yeah, yeah, the animation okay. style cool. is fucking spectacular. Well, partic- too. Yeah, it's a very particular yeah, style of animation. Oh, it's yeah. so good to put on the background or like well, not in the background. It's so good just to sit there when you just need to, especially when you need to relax. Mm. Put on Cosmos. Ah, oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It reminds so there's three seasons of it, and you can currently watch it on Apple Plus. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! Sorry, okay, man. that's why I've never heard of it. Um, I might have copies. You might have a DVD movie. copy of it. Yeah, uh, DVD yeah. copy. Yeah, DVD yep. copy. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> one that you can put on regional free DVD, DVD copy. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, one one that you can put on Dropbox. DVD like that you can yes. put on a Dropbox? One of their magic yeah. ones. One yeah. Of those yeah. Ones. yeah, yeah, I can drop it on the box. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's that one. Um, uh, where I get to? Cyberpunk, the anime um, miniseries. Netrunners. Uh, yes. And then I want to watch some classic anime. So so I've mentioned a couple of times recently on the show that I'm, I'm trying to learn Japanese, and I, I believe strongly in immersion. Um, at learning when it comes to languages, so I need to actually invest more time immersing mm. myself in the language sounds around me. Um, my ultimate goal is to be able to read anime or read manga in Japanese. Um, but so I've got some classic. So I've written down some watch some classic anime, but with uh, in Japanese with English mm. subtitles because um, a lot of it's now been overdubbed. And in particular, Studio Ghibli, and I've seen a shit ton of Studio Ghibli already in English, so it'd be good to go back after 10 years or 15 years or whatever it is and rewatch it in Japanese. Um, and it's then, also probably a uh, good way to do it if you know the story to yeah. then be like, you know, it helps you to pick it up as they're, yeah. as they're speaking it, yeah. And then Full Metal Alchemist uh, is another series that I've always wanted to sit down and watch. So, uh, And then I, I noticed they've recently done Castlevania-style animation Remakes of some of the Full Metal Alchemists, I think they kind of Netflix have tried to bring it to the masses. So yeah, so Netflix has a pretty expansive like anime section now, but there's there's also there's the Netflix animated stuff which they've done in anime style. But I, I, I and I would 100 percent need to be fact checked on this. Hmm. I believe it's the Netflix Studios version, so it's it's almost it's a Western studio taking on the anime right, style the stuff, kind of like kind of like. Um, what season two of Visions kind of more felt like or like collaborative kind of thing mm-hmm. compared to being like an actual Japanese studio. 100% yeah, okay. fact check me on that. I'm not 100% sure, but that's, that's what I, I believe I read. Mm. Um, and But, yeah, they've got some great series in there. Like, obviously, we watched Nightmare of the Wolf. That was yeah. that's that Netflix mm. style. Yeah. The Castlevania yeah, okay. series that I think we've all got it written on there. I need to go back and finish well, it. Yeah, I've got to watch season two. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
Yeah, uh, season, two, the, season two on. I think there's three seasons there's now of Castlevania. Four, four seasons. There's four, four is it? Four. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was that was the last bit for me. I just want to immerse myself in because languages sound different. You need to get your brain wrapped around the the phonetics before anything else. So, yes. Yeah. Well, Cyberpunk Net, Netrunners is uh, all in Japanese. There's no dubbed okay. version. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and I should I should have put down um, Star Wars Visions because I'm a whole season behind on that. I haven't seen a later season. So, oh yeah. yeah, cool. That's the one that's, that's yeah. It expands out. It involves more um more worldly. They're not just Japanese studios. They go uh, outside. Yeah, okay. Uh, what, maybe watch I episode seen it, one last. I think I have seen it, actually. <laughs> save, episode, one? save episode one for <laughs> Dan's favourite, yeah. I think I have seen season two then, now yeah. that I think of it. There, yeah. I'm sure there was an African-style um, watercolour painting episode where they were, they were the last – it was two sisters, two young yeah. girls. Yeah, yeah. And they but were – That was like was a plasticine made one. Yes, yeah, stop, yes. Stop motion one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that was season two. So yeah, yes, season season two. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, cool. Well, I'm going to lead in from that because I've got a bunch mm. of um, animated stuff that I really want to get back into. Um, uh, I, I broke this down into series I want to, some stuff I want to start or some series I've just, again, abandoned for whatever reason, just either something else Time, came up or- Distractions. Yep. Uh, or my just inability currently to- really get stuck into an anime or any kind of series. I just sit there and watch it. Um, Castlevania, yeah, I'm halfway through season two. I need to go back and watch it. Every time I go and watch an episode, I fucking love it. But then I'll watch a 40-minute episode and be like, I'll come back to that. And I never do. Mm, I, scratches um, the itch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I, I started the War for Cybertron trilogy, um, the Transformers one, which is kind of like half 3D animated um, and kind of almost like cell animation a bit. It was, it was, I, I really liked it. Um, but they've got three seasons of that on Netflix now. Um, and it's, uh, did you guys ever play the Cybertron games? No. It's based off that universe. So it's, it's, um, it's kind of a mix between like the, the, um, Gen 1 series and this, this game series they created. Um, but a lot of it is set on Cybertron. Eventually they get to Earth. Um, so yeah, that, that was, I really enjoyed it, but it's one of those ones again that it's like, I'm the only one in the house that wants to watch that. For some reason, I don't know why Emma doesn't want to sit there and watch uh, truck truck go boom. <laughs> truck go boom, like yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely that's that's definitely one that I want to get back to. Um, in terms of sticking on the animation thing, like Archer, it's what was one I've watched on and off, but they're in yeah, their I'm- final season now. So like they're they're wrapping up the whole story. So it's like cool. This is probably the time to go back and restart it. It is entertaining. Um, I just yeah. I, it's small doses for me. The same as there's a few other TV series. Well, it's kind of uh, like Rick and Morty. Series. It's like you get through three and you're just like, "Whoa, that's a lot a in my brain now." Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to come back to that like at a later date. Um, I can't believe they're doing new Futurama. Sorry to interrupt. They're doing new seasons of Futurama like a decade later. Uh, well, Dan's happy. That blows my mind. Oh, I love Futurama. Yeah, I think fucking fu- oath. I think Futurama is. And I know, better I know than it's going to be controversial. Better, I think it's definitely better than Simpsons, and I think it's more creative. And I know we wouldn't have Futurama without the Simpsons. Everybody's going to fucking yell at me, especially is is it Ed that watches Simpsons on a fucking regular basis? Well, no, so. there's no. the there's the Conan years of the Simpsons, and then they get to the movie. It's when you get to the movie, it all just goes downhill. Yeah, yeah. I think Futurama is fantastic. It's once, this this goes back to what you, Pete we we met, I touched on briefly in my in our uh, uplate about sci-fi is, but fucking Space Quest, man, Roger Wilco. Like I grew up with that satirical, mm. futuristic uh, Star Trek, but like 
off the wall Star Trek kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and that's what like I Buck like. Buck Rogers ripoffs. Oh, it's just crazy shit. And I just yeah. love it. I think it's I think it's fantastic. Oh man, future with suicide boots. And it's like, who could imagine <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry to well, cut in there, Tom. Uh, no, yes, no, no, no. I mean, that that is a that. future that yes, yes, I'm sure certain people have uh, envisioned. But yes, Archer, they've uh, they're up to the last season now, so that's actually just about to air. So now it's like kind of you know with this apparent like drought that's coming in of content, it's like oh, perfect. I'm gonna go watch the uh, the James Bond ripoff that's just poking fun at the entire category for for how many years it's been around. Um, mm. But the new series that I never started, Invincible. Mm. Um, I really want to watch that. It's on Amazon. Um, it looks really cool and almost like boys level kind of like yeah. violent and gory. Um, the next one I wrote, well, the one I wrote before that actually, Vinland Saga. Um, Dan, you should definitely watch this if you want mm-hmm. to get into some more animated stuff. It is a um, an anime that is was recommended. If you liked Northman, you'll like Vinland Saga. I was like, really? Northman. That's, that's fucking that's, hilarious. That's a, that's a that's a that's a random um, association so I get with the, uh, some anime. Uh, well, no. So this is from the the podcast I've been the other podcast I've been on, like guest start on um, Gateway to Anime, and it's like an intro to anime stuff. And they talk about how one of their little videos, they're like, "Hey, if you like Northman and you like all these like Vikings and stuff, you're gonna love Vinland Saga." Um, it's a yeah. So that's uh, yeah. Shout out to those guys because they they are the ones who got me onto Cowboy Bebop and mm. yeah, Pete definitely watched the um, the animated one and I suggest watching both the animated one and the Netflix series. I liked both, but also I'm a sucker for John Cho. I've said it before. I'll say it till the day I die. Like that man is gorgeous. Dear God, get him on my screen whenever you can. I love <laughs> some John Cho. I think he's great. I think he's a really good actor. Um, and I think they they shot a bunch of it in Australia too. Homegrown okay. stuff, but yeah. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, just some other stuff that I've abandoned, like American Gods. I love that series, but it's like, yeah, I need to get back to it. I stopped like, at season one. I don't have any real interest in season I two. I really to be enjoyed it. I, re- I like. I really enjoyed it, but I, I, and I think this is also a big problem I've got now. I just everything's an hour long episode. Like I'm, I, I, I really like. You, we talk about having like you, you show you watch Way Wolf down dinner. Like when we were messaging, before, yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine or something like that. Yeah, I Rebels. love those. I love a short episode sometimes, especially when it's like. I'm pretty time starved with work and stuff or like especially like I'll finish work and I'm like, cool, I can go home and watch something. And then inevitably someone from work calls me and be like, Tom, the tanks are on fire. And I was like, we'll put it out. And I'm like, now you're interrupting my TV time. Why do I have two phones? I don't know. But like. <laughs> Why are you talking to yourself? <laughs> oh, well, when aren't I talking to myself? But yeah. <laughs> but yeah to like, a brick I'm- wall. The brick wall has lots of conversations, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, oh, they hear all of them. Um, but yeah, like American Gods, I need. I still need to go finish the, the second season. Man in High Castle, I, I remember watching mm. the first episode and being like, that's a really cool concept. But something else happened in my life and now I've never gone back. And it's always sat there in my Amazon list being like, hi, remember me? It's like the toy up on the shelf <laughs> being like, don't you forget you used about to play me. with me. <laughs> Um, but like, I, I love anything that's kind of like World War II themed and like those alternate histories. Like, I love the Wolfenstein games, and this is basically mm, yeah. a TV show based around mm. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Titans. I'm. I don't know how far behind I am on Titans. I don't remember the last thing that happened in it. It's just, yeah. It it was good, and then I just and then it wasn't. It. But it, yeah. it kind of lost its way a little bit. I think we got over the wow factor of holy fuck, they're actually doing this on TV. Yeah, and it's and it's good. Holy fuck, and and it's R rated. Holy fuck, and then it kind of got okay. All the shiny 
shrink wrap's gone now and it's like another season. And I think, again, it was it was the – because they're hour-long episodes from, they are. from memory. That was, yeah. That's the trap they fell into. They had yeah. too many hour-long episodes. I think, yeah, just cut it back 20 minutes, a 40-minute episode. You could, and, there's yeah, there's all those bloke conversations where it's like, ah, oh, yeah, we get it. You said this like three episodes ago. God, we've come we've come a long way on our uh, on our feelings towards that show. We had an episode called Man in Suit that we were super excited for because you know, we we had a whole discussion I think in season 2 or 3 of the show mm-hmm. about um whether or not they'll properly bring Batman in or they'll just uh, allude to him. Yep. We took the piss out of Robin. I think Robin was sneaking into Batman into Bruce's mansion and there was something about on the phone he was trying to communicate the pin code and it was like 4269 and we're like seriously has the show come that far because that was fucking robin uh, that was um was uh, yeah dick I remember, no it wasn't dick sorry it was yeah i, old, I, I remember something about it crowbar boy. <laughs> <laughs> jason jason thank you and we were taking the piss out of it now it's just like meh whatever is that I, show no, still I, on? I definitely, I definitely want to watch it. We didn't have a platform because it, it was on Netflix, uh, it was. and then the rights got sold off, and it ended up on binge in Australia. Binge, hmm. I don't know what it ended up on in America. We've got binge now, so uh, we it back um, on, or is it only certain seasons on Netflix? Then? I think it's only a couple of seasons on Netflix. Right. Okay. Oh yeah. no, it might be back on Netflix now. I don't remember, but yeah. uh, it, it wasn't available when it first came out. The new seasons for a long time. Ah, so. okay, right, right. Um, yeah, no, but it's 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 hundred percent. It's not on our. Uh, it's on the list, but we might not get to it. It's definitely a we will get to it. Um, on on the list. Yeah, and then um, yeah, Black Mirror. I've, I've got to catch up on that, and then I guess the other one I didn't put on the, my list there, but I just thought about it because you mentioned binge. Um, is I've, I've still got to sit down and watch Last of Us, like, mm. but I don't know if I I know you said like because have you played the game and watched the series? I'm still not sure if I'm there, but I imagine I'll yeah. just get to a a, a, it is- a drought of Pedro Pascalness, and I'll need more of him in my life, and I can only watch the <laughs> um, the Game of Thrones scene where he uh, fights the mountain, but they exchange it for lightsabers that many times before it's like, Tom, just go watch something else with Pedro. <laughs> i got to say, it is still – I still feel like it's one of the best adaptations of a video game ever. Hmm. So it's not perfect, and it's it's not a one-to-one replica, but it's it's the best that I think we've gotten for a long, long time. Yeah. No, it's definitely something. But I again need to be in the headspace for it. I think um, you know they'll start, but they'll probably if, if they ever announce Last of Us three, will be like, now's the time, Tom. Go on, <laughs> get stuck in. I um j- just before Dan goes, um, I I added one more to my list, and that's Ragnarok, which is a Norwegian TV series. Uh, yeah, about I remember hearing Thor about that one. one. Yeah, yeah. I watched the first season; it was brilliant. It's dubbed. It's I'm pretty certain it's on net. Yeah, it is on Netflix. Yeah, it was on Netflix. So it was, yeah. it's it's recorded. It's filmed in Norwegian and then dubbed back into English. Um, but it's really nicely done. It's, you know, and I think they've re- just released or they're about to launch their final season. So that'll kind of wrap it up and I'll sit there and watch it. Yeah. Over to you, Dan. Sorry. Well, no, it's a, it's, it's interesting coming off what Tom was just saying about Titans, the one that I have had on the list forever that just never got to because I feel like it's in an imitation Titans, even though it's the original content. Well, <clears throat> It's based on something, the mm. Umbrella Academy. Um, I think it looks cool. It sounds like a cool concept. It sound like interesting characters. Um, Did sounds you not like watch an interesting story. No, not a single second of it. Okay, and I stopped at season two. I yeah. struggled to finish season one. Oh, okay. 
I remember I was. Oh, well, fuck it. I'm going to delete it off the list now. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't take out the word first for season. It. <laughs> first season was good and it was interesting. I, I just found the season season two got a little stupid, to be honest, with all the timey wimey, wibbly wobbly stuff. And yeah, I, think they I made remember three or four seasons. I, just I think, never, I think I, they definitely did three. three. I don't know if they yeah. did a fourth. Um, I just remember getting to the like. Uh, it was one of those ones. Emma and I started, it and then she was like, "I'm just not really interested in it." I, I liked all the actors and um, uh, that were in it, mm-hmm. uh, but again, it just got a bit too long. Episode like it just you needed to cut. 10, 15 minutes of it. Yeah. There was just so much like filler, like interpersonal drama that you didn't in feel in, like I didn't, oh, I didn't feel invested. I'm sure people did. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I finished the first season. I remember, but I was like, well, I remember I was in Canada at the time. And I remember it was like being like, well, fuck, I'm stuck in the house for six hours. I might as well like bung this out. Let's go. <laughs> and then did. But yeah, it didn't leave a lasting impression on me. I never went back for season two or three. Isn't, or there, isn't there like a talking chimpanzee with a monocle? Yes, there, there is. is, and you think that well would done. that would have my attention nor my curiosity. <laughs> but uh, look, that's not enough. <laughs> it's a well done chimp with a with a monocle. Very too. good, an- yeah, very very well animated. Well, I mean, that was my selling point. That was that was well, that was oh, the no, selling point. Don't get me wrong. Me, so. I think the the thing about the the monocle chimp, which I can't remember his character's name at the moment, but he wasn't in enough. Give me mm. more monocle champ. Mm. <laughs> I watch. I watch three seasons back to back. And then I had uh, Castlevania, Pinky Blinders. Uh, it's the it's the same as what Tom and Tom and Pete were saying. It's just the things there. Castlevania. I really enjoyed season one. I thought it had a bit of a lull in the middle, but I thought it ended really strong. Love the animation. Love the new take on the Castlevania side of it. Pinky Blinders. Never started it, but love that era. Love that London, dirty, sweaty, gritty yeah. um, gangland yeah, the Irish stuff. coal workers, yeah. and factory workers. Yeah. And Taboo's a little bit the same. Taboo's- um, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah, uh, I've always looked at that. And I haven't I'd, seen it. I think it seems feels really interesting in the Americas in the yeah. Wild West era. A little bit, little bit, little bit Bayou, I think, actually. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Yeah. So- um, yeah, so not not the not the Wild West, but that 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 time frame, if you mm. can call it a time frame, mm. I'm sure it has a proper a proper proper term to it. But that's the that's kind Wild of Wild West, just not on the frontier. Like, just not on the frontier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah exactly. That is the time period. Just, oh, yeah. okay, that is the time period. Is it okay? Yeah. Cool. And I'm, yeah, um, I mean, some bits and pieces of other TVs, but nothing that really excites me. I mean, there's a bunch of shit on there that I'm just like. Yeah, that seemed all right when it came out, but you know what? It got cancelled after one season, so fuck it. I'm just not going to bother. Not invest the time or, or nah. start to fall in love with something you know that's ultimately going to die. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of things. Norseman, if you haven't watched that, Norseman yeah. is fucking hilarious. I think there's a new season of that out. I'm just about to do a rewatch of Newsroom. There's a bunch of old series that I'll always go back and rewatch top to tail. Newsroom is just one of those series that, as America continues its slow circling of the drain... As, as a social wasteland and <laughs> their society collapses, Newsroom just becomes more and more fucking relevant. Um, it was and, filmed years ago too, wasn't it? Yeah. And mm-hmm. yet some of the episodes and the speeches that you see recycled on YouTube around the environment and stuff, it's like, mm. holy fuck, that could have been written yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Really, really well Excellent. done, that series. You've spoken uh, about that for years. I've never got to it. 
Yeah, yeah news, um, I've I've seen some of the newsroom episodes. They are quite good. Emma, yeah. I think Emma in, enveloped that that series. Oh, I can absolutely imagine Emma just drinking that. Yeah, uh, and you need to add uh, foundation to your list, Dan. I don't have the platform that it's on, so it's just it's it, it, it'll get it'll get added to the uh, the 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 to watch list when I have the the app. When you're sailing the seven seas it. of the internet, <laughs> as it were, yeah. Your I've black flag written, flying high. <laughs> I've also written uh, read more books, so I've got Asimov and Banks. I need to get back into. Um, this, this is some I original actually, Asimov. My 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 mate Chris just gave me the one of the latest. It's not the Rogue Squadron series, but it's the one of them after the aftermath um, Rogue Squadron books, and I've got to sit down and read that. Um, I, I think this is a, might be a fun way to. I, I'm going to throw it at you guys because, and I'll start it. Um, but your guilty pleasure thing that you probably shouldn't enjoy watching as much as you do. No, we're not um, doing this, Tom. No, 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 no. no I'm, do- I'm going to do mine for, and you can pick anything. You don't have to, you know. So mine is. There's a great series. It started on Netflix, and now it's on. Uh, I think it got moved to binge. Um, it's called Rust Valley Restorers, and it is about some dude who lives in the Canadian fucking- <laughs> You've talked about it before, oh, I'm certain. It is the guiltiest fucking pleasure of mine because they are the probably the worst people on the planet. No, I'm sure they're very nice, <laughs> but they're just, they're, just, they're just hick mechanics, and it's I, I can't get enough of it. And I just discovered that the newest seasons are on binge. And Emma came home and she's, oh, no, not new ones. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's two seasons I'm behind What's it on. called? Rust Valley Restorers. And it's this dude who lives in this, like, it's this valley in um, British Columbia. And it's of just, it is. just happens to be like this, like, uh, zone of where people just have rusting heaps of, like, Camaros and Mustangs and, and all in between big trucks. And, and they- I'm sure there's another one called Something Something Pickers. American Pickers, it might. It might I don't be know. American I don't know. If, yeah, I've never watched similar. that one. But this one, it's, I don't know why. I think it was the delightful Canadianness of it. Um, but it's also the like, it's so dumb because there's these rusting heaps of shit that they're trying to restore, and then they just turn and do this scenic shot, and it's like, holy crap, that is the most beautiful scenery <laughs> I've ever seen. So it's this really polarizing. For, yeah, for all this, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't get enough of it. I, I yeah. literally, and that's the thing. I try and go watch one of these other series I've got on my backlog. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to rewatch where they built that 1977, you know, Camaro out of 18 different cars and it came out <laughs> bright pink with fucking flames coming out the back. And you're just like, hell yeah, that's so dumb. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. like one of my guilty series. It's like, it always, just, like, I guess more that. What's the series that always distracts you from going to get to your list? You're like, no, what? Fuck it. Put that on. That's gold. I've got oh, so to. You're, you're, so you're saying that this didn't come from what I was talking no, to you no, about? No, no, I've been before. thinking. I have been thinking about this for a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, 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 got, I, I got two. I got yeah. Forged in Fire. I I, mm. I cannot go past Forged in Fire, even if it's on TV. If I happen to be flicking through, because we watch a lot of SBS, so quite often we turn the TV off or flick to the PlayStation channel with the TV yeah. still on SBS. So when you turn it on, it's on SBS and mm. what is what's halfway through or just starting Forged in Fire okay you know what I'm meant to be going to do this but I'm going to sit down and watch an episode <laughs> of Forged in Fire that I've watched 10 times uh, and my other my other one is Adam Savage's YouTube channel I've, I have a serious fucking problem with Adam Savage's YouTube <laughs> channel I just I find I will sit there I sat there and watched him make a fucking brass bottle cap for 45 minutes the other day 
going through his lathe <laughs> and the process of him doing because his wife had this beautiful glass bottle and he's like, that's a really nice bottle, but it's got a really shit cap on it. I'm going to make a better cap. So he puts this chunk of brass in his lathe and he just sits there and he had to work out the, th- the, the, the spacing of the thread and the, the, the mechanics of getting, getting it all cut yeah. correctly to fit this bottle correctly. Mm. And just I just and absolutely enamored. Enamored. It was the word I was going for, but I didn't think it was quite the right term, but I am. It's probably I just, not, I am, to be honest. <laughs> and enamored by just watching this man run a lathe for- But he's, he's so- He's an incredible human too. He's, in, he's Even if he's not saying much at the time, you know he's going to come out with some cracking stuff later on. Like it's just this-, this I've been watching comment. him a lot recently, and I mm. think it might have been Corridor Crew linked into it or it might have mm. yeah. the end of a yeah, video. He was on there a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, okay. And and just talking to him. That's right. Corridor Crew visited his mm. his collection, his private collection. He takes them through movie props. Right. And, and they then- did they did the they did the the nose the Chinatown Jack Nicholson nose cut. So Corridor Crew redid it digitally mm-hmm. and Adam Savage redid it practically. And then right. they put the two side by side and said which is better, basically. Which, which is better and which is which, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so and, and because I watched that episode, it linked into a bunch of, of Adam. It's just funny you mention it because I'd never really watched much of his stuff from uh, after Mythbusters because he was on Mythbusters, wasn't he? That's yeah. where he started. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then suddenly I watched that Corridor Crew episode recently and I've been fucking inhaling Corridor Crew lately. Mm. Um, He's and got then a couple now of suddenly- series like in the background though, doesn't he? Like they're not, not as prominent to say Mythbusters Dis- was. Discovery stuff, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah. What was your other one? Oh, that was the two. No, Forged in Fire and Adam Savage. But just it, you you say that, Tom, the, the, I find the shows that he does mm. too produced. Mm. They're, they're, too, they're too American scripted? TV produced, too scripted, definitely. Yeah. And, mm. and, and just watching, like when he does his one-day builds and the yeah. stuff he did over COVID was fucking fantastic because – it was this is where it all started in COVID. It was literally him with his iPhone on a stand and he takes it all around the shop with him. There's no mic people, there's no yeah. there's no videographer. There is a there is sometimes there's because he's got his crew that does stuff with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. if he just wants to be there and he just enjoys being in his cave, his man's he calls cave, yeah. it, and filming stuff on his own. And mm. he just moves it around and the 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 hilarity that follows sometimes where he forgets sometimes he's being filmed and he'll start dancing around or <laughs> singing or he'll be thinking and he'll be like tapping out a like a, a pattern a on his chest while he's <laughs> like and he, like his eyes are up and he's like trying to solve this problem in his head and that might go for like 30 seconds and he'll all of a sudden go, oh, and then he'll get back to Hi, talking and, and he'll get distracted <laughs> by stories about movies, about props, about yeah. just behind the scenes stuff. And he's just, he's just such an interesting character. I just, just so, I just inhale his episodes. Yeah, that's cool. So. I, I, I'm, I'm going to quickly jump in there with something that I think is really going to entertain uh, our good friend James, uh, the sweaty Xbox troll, as I uh, got called out <laughs> for calling him. And, um, and this is this is his this is his vindication to use against me. But my, uh, if you're talking about favorite YouTube channels, I am obsessed with this YouTube yeah. channel called Outside Xbox. I've never actually owned an Xbox. But it's just they do these videos. These you countdown- talked about. Outside I think Xbox. I think they're great. They're just some British blokes, and they're like I their humor just gets me. 
Um, mm. it's, it's two main two guys and, and, a, and a girl presenting and they do these top seven countdowns and they're dumbest things like one I watched the other day was like the trailers that had nothing to do with what actually happened in the game. And it's like, yeah, you know what? I have been pissed off by this. Let's watch this. <laughs> oh, it's their just really satirical take on it. Um, so yes, James, my favorite YouTube channel is called, is, is outside Xbox and it's all about Xbox games. And you know what? Hey, so pal. I actually think I, hey, I, pal. I <laughs> I, I think we so I my guilty pleasure is is primarily YouTube channels. Mm. And I could talk about a whole bunch of interesting YouTube channels. Dan uh, like right up Adam Savage, uh, right up the alley of Adam Sa- Savage making a a bottle cap on his lathe. Mm. Um there's a YouTube channel I've subscribed to where he makes rings out of meteorites and those sorts of things on a lathe and it's just fascinating to watch. Mm. But I actually think before we get before I get too deep into what I watch on YouTube, that's a whole up late by itself. I think the three three of us, our favorite YouTube channels and why and what makes them fascinating. So my guilty pleasure that I'll throw out there, um, and and I will fess up to the one that I was talking about before, Tom. The I love singing shows, and I don't know why. Like <laughs> I don't know why. I like, like to point out, this was not talent. me. This was not me putting a stitch up on true. Pete. True, but these. I it just is, wanted to tie. I really just wanted to talk about Rust Valley Restorers because <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but I, but I stop watching when you get past the initial, the initial auditions because that's when it starts becoming uh, overproduced shit. That's like actually very. That's part. yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So like the the street performer style. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, it's just some poor schmuck with a with a microphone. He either sings like an angel or he's shit. But as soon as it gets to overproduced crap, where it's all auto tuned and. There's a big stage production. That's where I stop. Hmm. So how long does that last for? Because I've never watched more than it's taken me to find something else on the guide and change the channel <laughs> is the length so, of time that I've ever had one of those on. So the voice is probably the worst, my least favorite format because it's just so contrived. Uh, but I think that's six episodes or maybe eight episodes of, hmm. of blind auditions. Oh, okay. Wow, that's, so that's a lot. Yeah. So And you are talking think- like- even in Australia, they're pretty world famous. Fucking the Australian Idol was similar the same. I remember watching because a mate of mine went on it. I went to uni with, and it was mm. like obviously you were like, well, you have to support the friend. And Can't I was believe like, this is how we're going to end this episode, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was. It's it's been a TV phenomenon for well, years. Yeah. Like yeah, but it's yeah, it's it's yeah, it's six to eight episodes of like just bringing in the people, and they obviously have the ones that's just like, oh, dude, just no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, Idol was better for that. Idol, they yeah. would show you some fucking terrible auditions just for fun. Uh, but the voice doesn't really do that. Like mm. you, you. Not everyone gets through, but they'll they'll generally they've pre-screened them before they get there. Yeah. So they know they can at least carry a tune if you know if not perfectly. Uh, but that's my guilty pleasure. I, I enjoy watching those shows right up till the audition phase ends, and then it just becomes mass-produced shit. I actually think you'd be surprised by what percentage of pop stars, specifically pop, Hmm. were discovered on those talent shows. It would be an appreciable percentage in America and Britain, I would think. Certainly in Australia. You think about Australian pop singers in the last 20 years, I reckon almost all of them were on one of those talent shows at one stage or another. Well, Guy Sebastian's the first one, and that was what early two thousands. So, Shannon yeah. Noll. Yeah. Um. Uh. What's her name? I can't remember her name wasn't right off like the top of my head. Jessica Malboy. Wasn't Sophie Monk one of the early ones? Wasn't she one of the girl band ones? She was one of the girl band ones. That was my one of my uh, Uncle Damien's favorite uh, bands from Bardo. Bardo was. Oh my god! That was the recess. We had. Oh no. Uncle Damien, oh, and Dad's going to love this because I know Dad listens to this. Uncle Damien used to 
not shut up about Bardo. It's like, we get it, Damien. You like the five girls in the skimpy black. Yeah, dresses. no, I yeah, knew that was going down. to that dark place. Calm so down, I baby. was hoping to steer us away from that. I think we had CDB come out to our, our school until um, they were throwing out discs and the guy standing, my, my mate standing next to me, threw the disc back and hit one of the singers in the head and that was the end of the show. They were only there for about 20 <laughs> minutes. Who? CDB, they were an Aussie boy band for about ten minutes, and Mm. um, the the no wonder I've never fucking heard of them. The 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 girl click, one of the girl clicks in our grade in year seven or eight. CBD oil, like yeah, 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 I don't know, (laughs) just stoner Um, rock. (laughs) But you had to ring the radio station, and uh, I lucky Ah, it was like a raffle on a radio station, right? Um, All these schoolgirls were calling up, and our schoolgirls won, and then we got them cancelled really damn quick by. Yeah, essentially falconing assaulting one of the <laughs> by falconing them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a headshot anyway. from from the Xena disc. Just <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that's my guilty pleasure, and I think that's that might be I, it for this show. I need to rate my beer. You yes, do. I wa- Yeah, and Peter's yours yeah. changed. Oh, my rating hasn't changed. It's very boozy, but it's sixteen percent. So I knew that coming into it. <laughs> Can't blame the beer, Dan. <sighs> We, no, I can't. Well, can you? Um, I don't no, because think- the beer is essentially an inanimate object, and it's the brewer's <laughs> fault. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's enough uh, backbone holding it there. I think it's. I think it's good. I'm glad I tried it. Hmm. Uh, I think if you'd like high booze beers, that it's well up there with a, a fairly well made one. Hmm. I think it's. Slightly out of balance just because it hasn't got some of that extra sort of malt character there, but that could be being played out because of the amount of alcohol. Look, I'm going to give it a 3.75. If I was giving it round numbers, I'd give it a 4, but it's getting a 3.75. Okay. But you're an arsehole, so you won't. Fair enough. Yep. I really want you to try the one that I had tonight because I'd be really interested to see what a beer judge would think of that because your palate's a lot more developed than mine is. Apparently um, not after the awards that were given out last night and I oh, completely not, trashed sorry, one of the trophy I, beers. <laughs> yes, that was last episode that will come out in about six <laughs> weeks' time, so that's that's going to confuse listeners. Um, and, I mean, yeah, what were you going to say, Tom? I mean, that's if the listeners are actually following what happens in the Indie Awards, but if they're not, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. just going to go straight over their heads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Yes, and my rating's not changing. It's it, it, mm. it's a solid ass beer. It's just it is a very unusual flavor, and I think it's probably the cinnamon myrtle doing yeah. all of the heavy lifting there. Both the weird spicy burnt flavor and the real astringent bitterness of the myrtle. I think that's both both that in that myrtle. Mm. I'm interested, Tom. Can you just put one of those aside for me? Oh, did you get it from the other place? No. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, no, no. I got it from Tom. Okay. I got it from Tom. Can, it's can, all kind of blending together, hey, but I'm pretty you're sure. You want to buy a stout? You want to buy a stout? Make a good stout. Can you put one aside and I'll place an order when I get back? Oh, fucking hell. All right, mate. Or Jesus I'll place Christ. an order and no, send, no, it to, no, no. send it to Pete. Yeah, just ship it to me in my next order, Tom, because I'm about to place one. Um, yes, your highnesses. I will do as you did. And we could probably not do this on the episode either. Oh, uh, uh, well. Thanks for tuning in. Let us know what you're oh, going to do. My rating be- didn't change either, by the way. For those, <laughs> But you weren't <laughs> going to say yours has changed. Yeah. I just want to be included. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> it was delicious from top to bottom. Let us know what you're watching while we have the, the oh, wasteland please. that is all of the, the strikes. Yeah, definitely. And, then- and if you have some good series for us to try out. Yes, please. that would be interesting too.
You know how you can do that? If you like and subscribe, then you can throw it up as a comment. (laughs) (laughs) Very true, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) He's so disappointed with himself. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm so (laughs) proud. You know what I found out the other day? Spotify Mm. has a star rating system the same as iTunes. So there's Mm. another place that we don't have 100 ratings of five stars that you all need to immediately rush to and give us five stars on. I didn't even know. I genuinely didn't. But, I just I thought mean, it had a love heart button. Makes sense, but. Oh, maybe in the podcast section. I don't go in there. It's a dirty no section. One no one goes in there. Dirty anyway, section. if you made it this far, thanks for listening. Thank Bye. you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>